0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Freedom Talks. This is Brady, and today I am pleased to have Tracy Fanner still on the podcast. And Tracy uh, worked for Freedom in the past, but over the past year, she's been doing some very interesting things and kind of going on a journey. And most recently, she uh, is doing online courses on how to deal with alcohol. And so, Tracy, how are you doing today?
1: I'm great. Actually, I will correct you, though. I Since I left Freedom, um, Fannerstil is a name that I use because of simplicity's sake, but it's actually Tracy Fannerstil Coomer. Coomer is my new last name, but whatever, however you want to call me, nope. I'll call, I'll Thanks <laughs> for the
0: correction. No, I, I'll, I'll take that information. So, Tracy... Um since you've left freedom, kind of can you explain to the audience where you've been and how you got to where you are today?
1: Yes, big question. Um, so first of all, I just have to say I miss freedom. I'm so thankful for freedom. It's I, I really wanted to say this in in our interview because um, freedom has provided so much growth for me as a physical therapist, as a person. And has supported me so much in my journey, even in, in me not working anymore. So I want to say thank you for that. But um, to add on to that, I am, um, so I, I stopped working mostly because I came to a point in my health with um, multiple myeloma, um, a blood cancer that I have, it hit, it, it resurfaced and I was left facing um, some fairly amazing treatment options. Um, uh, One, which, you know, is, was more extensive. It would have taken a couple of months of me being completely out. Um, I I joined a trial and um, was able to get into that trial where they were going to try to either do something called a CAR T treatment, where they take my T cells, which is my immune system, take them out of my body, re-engineer them, make me uh, genetically modified, I guess <laughs> and put them back in. Wow. and yeah, it's amazing what they're doing and 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 they um would have those cells would then recognize the cancer cells and then ki- and then kill my cancer cells. it's myeloma' is a blood cancer so um I didn't get that arm of the trial. I got the standard of care arm I got the, but it's uh, the medical way, the the medicine way of dealing with my cancer. And it was um, basically the same thing, except I take a drug. I take three drugs, but a drug that, that attaches to the myeloma cell and helps my immune system find and kill my cancer, which is just so much better than the traditional chemo. So that was what I just, I, um, my, my cancer aggressively came back. And so... I really needed to focus on my health and, and move forward that way. So given that I was in this situation, um, and i spent a lot of time at the hospital getting treatment, things like that. And, um, now I'm in complete remission. I just, so that's fabulous.
0: Congratulations. Yeah.
1: Thank you. It's awesome. Um, uh, it's, it's, it very much, um, gave me time to think about what I wanted to do. There's a lot of balls up in the air at the moment. So I wanted some freedom, phone freedom <laughs> to, to kind of, um, learn some new things. So I, my, I think kind of where we're going a little bit with this is I started life coaching and, um, I found it is such a segue between me working with patients physically, uh, to, you know, patients, mm, I don't say emotionally, because I'm not, a, I'm not a psychotherapist, I'm not a counselor, um, but to work with that other side that we don't always get to work with when we're physical therapists, but yet we hear about and we can see and, you know, um, we learn about with our patients. So I, I really started down that path and it also gave me more freedom to work from home to, you know, um, be able to be on the road, all those sorts of things.
0: So, I mean, the, with the life coaching, you know, not that you guys do a lot of that during physical therapy, but I think you, we do hear stories from our therapists like, you know, my patients apparently are willing to share all aspects of life with us, even though we're, you're just dealing, right, supposedly yeah. with the physical side of things. Um but patients do end up sharing quite a bit with, uh, I'm sure, a lot of their healthcare providers. But there's a lot of time. There's 45 minutes during a session, and sometimes six to ten visits during uh, an average day of physical therapy. So you get to kind of know uh, those patients pretty well, and so, yeah, um, to some extent, you, it, when you're when you see physical and occupational therapists from day to day, you can see how maybe you'd build up those skills of and and mm-hmm. figuring out what's working for people, what's not working for people. So um, I, it had to have made that transition, you know, kind of simple.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely, and that's what I found. I found, especially I had patients that kept coming back. They kept coming back and I know that I could help them physically, but I also knew it was more than that. And I enjoyed more than that. I enjoyed going, you know, I, uh, learning about what was going on with them and for them. And I felt almost not stifled, but, um, we're not technically supposed to be crossing that line of, you know, emotional support, but, but it's, it's, I am a firm, firm believer. It's mind, body, and spirit. It's all of it. I mean, we really need to be treating everybody wholly and, and because that's how we, that's how we grow. And that's how we manifest in this world is all together, not just the body.
0: So, so, you know, I've never had a life coach before, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners haven't had a life coach before. So can you kind of walk us through the process of like how that works and and how, um, I, do you call them patients or clients? Clients. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, how, how your clients work with you?
1: Yeah. So yeah, life coaching is um, obviously way different than therapy and traditional. um, And we don't have that training at all. Um, It's more um, reflecting back to the client what we hear them saying. We really use their own wisdom. It sounds complicated, but it's not. Their own wisdom and figuring out their own problems. It's like sometimes you just don't see what's in front of your face. You can't see it because you're in it. And so um, we use a lot of uh, intention and in connecting with your with yourself lining up your mind with your body and your soul like really knowing what you truly desire what you truly want that's sometimes hard to see it's sometimes hard to we get stuck in the you know just life just you know, Keeping up with the Joneses or I should be doing this or as a new mom, you know, um, all the pressures of what I have to do for this baby, you know, and, and being able to look at things and um, um, see it in a different way so that we can help you achieve really happiness. <laughs> I mean, really, that's ultimately the way I look at it, but it's also, you know, you might have specific goals. You might uh, find um you want to start a business or you want to get better at a relationship or um, you're struggling with alcohol or um, things that are in your life, we can help you um, give you tools to navigate so that you find your way, your path. Um, That makes sense.
0: So kind of like you, you ultimately know, like deep down what you want to do to be happy. And you have these lists of goals, but you're kind of helping them parse those out. And then almost being someone who they can be accountable to, to make sure that they do the things that they want to do to achieve their goals and make them happy.
1: Absolutely. That is a very concrete way of putting it. I love that. Yeah. Right. Because we do, it's, it's, it's very much, um, sometimes, you know, you listen to other people, but ultimately we listen to ourselves.
0: Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think, yeah, we all know those people that, you know, (laughs) they, they definitely, some more than others, right. They, they know their path and, um, you know, might just need help getting, getting there. Um, and so, you know, it caught, uh, the eye of uh, Molly, one of our other physical therapists that um, I are still just friend, I think connected on social network, social media. And you had a webinar out uh, about um, dealing with alcohol and um, Mm -hmm. you ran that class, I think that last week or two weeks ago, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Um, And so can you kind of run us through what that webinar was about? And if you plan to do more and, and what those entail?
1: Absolutely. Um, so, the webinar was titled um, "Changing Your Mindset uh, About Drinking." I think that's the exact one, but it, it, that's the gist of it. Um, and it really—I I, guess—alcohol is just weaved into the fabric of our lives. It's—it's it's everywhere, and it's something that. Some people don't attach to it. Some people don't, it doesn't become part of their life. But it it really is amazing when you start to look at how it's everywhere. I mean, if you have a bad day, have a drink. If you want to celebrate, have a drink. If It's Christmas, have a drink. Oh, we're at the Packer game, have a drink. You know, there's always, always a reason to drink. And um, it sneaks up and it it sometimes covers up um, for some people, their path, their, um, their way. And so when I started to notice, well, always, I had that little voice, you know, even when I was in my twenties, I'm like, oh, I should probably not drink that much or I shouldn't, whatever. You have that little voice that you kind of ignore, but life goes on. Um, And when I got sick is when I really decided to look at um, this, you know, this Issue in my life specifically, and with life coaching, so um, I uh, ended up getting involved that way. But I I shared my story on this webinar, and and I feel like it's a really important thing because I feel like we could relate to the journey that people go on. Because it's not like I was, you know, when I I quit drinking actually, and it's not because I hit rock bottom or I had this major dysfunctional life. It was fine, but it, it was to a place that I didn't like it. And it also scared me with my health. So there's these things. So I, I kind of go through my story a little bit, but then I take you to the place where you look at your beliefs around why you're drinking and what alcohol you really think alcohol does for you. So, You know, for example, I drink alcohol because like, you know, I really want to drink when I come home at night because I relax. Just a glass of wine, it helps me relax. And if you really observe yourself um, with that, knowing that if you never drank, could you still come home and be able to relax? I guess what I'm saying is sometimes we have a um, alcohol ends up becoming a something our brain gets used to having. And so it's, I don't want to call it an addiction because that's a that's a slippery slope, but our brain is used to that. And so actually we're more or less satisfying a craving more so than relaxing sometimes. There's that subtle difference. And if you can, ex- you know, I, I help to teach you to explore what is it really for you? Can I actually relax? without that drink is it really why I do that and and it's it's by changing you know and seeing things differently and understanding also i go through a little bit of um the neural uh, the neuro um, physiology of what happens in your brain when you drink how dopamine is a create gives you a craving for alcohol and just knowing that it's really that's what that is um it changes the way you think about it and, and also the, 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 uh, feel to have the need to have it.
0: So. And so do you find with, I, you know, I don't know how well you're able on the webinar to get to kind of know the audience at at all. Do you know if, if, or maybe just through your life coaching general with people's relationship with alcohol, um, do you find it's, it's often those people that are kind of seeking that as a, like seeking help for that, even though obviously it's not like a full-blown addiction. Um, Do a lot of those people, you know, do you find ways to eventually phase completely out alcohol or is it just getting them to kind of have a new mindset about it and, you know, maybe make some realizations at, certain points when uh, maybe I shouldn't have a drink here or there kind of thing? Or, or how is that?
1: Um Guess what? It's it individual as, you know, everybody is. It, it really comes down to what they want. Gotcha. So you can do anything, right? I mean, um, I personally, again, it, it really helps to use examples. But I found that if I said, okay, I'm just gonna have one drink a night, or two to three drinks during the week, and um, or only drinking on the weekend. I found myself obsessing about it. I found myself always being like, okay, oh well, making excuses, you know, well, oh, you know, my mom came over and she, we're gonna have a glass of wine together, or going out with some friends, or I just found that for me, for example, it was just I, 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 I was done with always thinking about drinking and it didn't work for me to moderate it's way easier if I just don't drink I don't I don't think about I don't miss it and and so if you can change your thinking in a way that you you achieve like something that's comfortable for you and it works for you and it and in some people it's worth it to just limit themselves that they that that works for them mm-hmm. um but I find you know um that it is always been constantly on your mind.
0: I so- I, I get what you're saying. And, and especially here in Wisconsin, right? It's like every, every get together, every reason is to, and so even if you're telling yourself, Oh, well, maybe I'm having, I'm only going to have two drinks this week. But then, like you said, like the Packer games come up, a buddy comes over um, yes. and you're like, well, I'm not going to let that guy drink alone or that girl drink alone. Um, or like mm-hmm. you said, with your mom. So and then yes, that it, then almost it's like a, a little bit of a guilt factor too, right? Where you said like, I'm not, I'm not meeting my goal. Yes. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you're right. And then you beat yourself up, which only makes it worse. Cause then you say, Oh, forget it. And yep. then you just let it go. And you, then you're back to square one, if you will. So, um, and there are people, because the thing is, it's not about willpower, you know, if there's willpower, there's a struggle. And if there's a struggle at some point, you're like, I uh, forget it. And not that that's bad. I mean, you can do that throughout your life, go up, go down, go up, go down, because you're trying to keep it balanced. And, and, and that's okay, too. Mm. Um, If you, if you want really actually freedom from it, you do have to quit.
0: Yes, I feel yeah. like, yeah,
1: I feel like, and I, that's not a 100%. Everybody's so different. And, You know, my, my husband seems to be one that he just doesn't drink during the week. doesn't bother him. Um, You know, he's, he just, I I think looks at it differently and and it's hard to know because you don't really know what's going on in somebody's head.
0: Yes, that's true. (laughs) You know, Um, I mean, yeah, but I can, you know, it's almost like, uh, you know, they've done those research papers that you see every once in a while on like decision-making and it's like, that's why some of like the big tech guys, you know, wear the same thing every day. It's because they don't have to make that decision. Well, if the alcohol yeah. decision isn't there, it's one last decision that you never have to make. And so it's just not on your mind.
1: That is huge, actually. And that's so I will mm-hmm. give a little um, one of the books that I really learned a lot from was um, This Naked, Naked Mind by Annie Grace. And that is a, one of the things it's like every time if you have to make a decision, every time you're going to drink, you're going to give in. It's just, it wears you down, you know, to always be making decisions. If you know ahead of time, you know, uh, and you make that one decision of I'm just not drinking anymore, it's so much easier.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. So
0: So do you plan to do any more of the webinars?
1: I do. I think first I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to stick with the same topic. So to kind of circle back around, um, I did go over, there's a tool that um, we use that helps you to clarify really what you want. Okay. And and, and so I went through that tool um, being my first webinar, you know, I, I kind of, I had some trouble with the chat and things like that. So with interaction with the, the people on the webinar because it's it's a webinar Well, I'm just mostly doing the talking and using the chats yep. um, to interact with um, the people who are watching. And Because alcohol is a funny subject. It can yeah. be, you know, people are somewhat sh- ashamed of it or, you know, don't want to admit that they're struggling. And so, um, I'd like to keep it that way that they can be more private, but, um, so I might go over that tool a little bit more, go over a little bit of the tools that I use as a life coach to increase your awareness about your thoughts, some of those subconscious beliefs that we have, um, So I might use different tools in the same subject on the next webinar, but I feel like there's a lot of different ways to look at dealing and and understanding alcohol in your life and in your, you know, and in what you want that I can still continue to use and bring up and, and share. So um, I haven't come up with the next idea yet being it's only been a week. And, um, but but actually I do feel like that's an important step. Um, in the future, there are so many topics that I'd love to cover that um, you hear a lot more of just like self-care, um, boundaries. Um, you know, those are two big ones just in everyday life, whether it be with work or with relationships or as a mom or all these things, even with alcohol. So I have a lot of different ideas, but I do plan to continue to do a few more um, around the topic of um, alcohol in your life and, and your thoughts about it and changing your thinking around it.
0: So you mentioned those other two topics that you might potentially dive into in a webinar in the future. Um, I guess, where do a lot of clients that you have, like, where do you start with them? In, in terms of or it just depends dependent mm-hmm. on goals
1: it, well yeah so everything is about intention and what their intention is for their life or where they see themselves as stuck okay you know um, and sometimes you it's sometimes it's just clearing off why they think they're stuck or what's missing or what's lacking or you know finding out what they want because Sometimes you just don't even know what you want. You just know you're not happy. And yeah.
0: And so the, you know, the self-care and boundaries and you talked about alcohol, obviously, Uh, what other, what other topics do you generally kind of cover or see that a lot of people deal with that, I guess, others should know about that, you know, they're not the only ones dealing with those issues as well.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, relationships are huge, you know, relationships as a parent with your kid, you know, as they're <laughs> right now, yours is little, yeah. but <laughs> I don't know. One year.
0: She's six, 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 uh, you're almost a year and a half. She's getting there.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wait till the two and a half, two years. Well, you know, you, everybody says that I'm sure, but, um, you know, as they, as your kids get older and your relationship as a parent, um. Being authentic to yourself and yet um, being able to parent your child well—we do that. Um, your relationship as a spouse um, or with whomever, um, especially because it evolves so much over the span of <laughs> your life when you do have kids, when you both are working, when and as, as you grow, and then as they leave you know all of a sudden you're stuck with you're not stuck with that's a bad <laughs> thing there you are that's bad but face to face with your spouse and you're like oh my gosh who are you so i and that's kind of i hear a lot of being that i am you know 51 and a lot of the people that i attract you know like attracts like a lot um is you know people that are starting to realize wow i i I want more out of my relationship or I'm, I'm not as happy as I thought, or I'm trying to find myself, you know, in, in my new career or my, um, my life. It it just helps to, I help them to figure out what they want in their life and how to get there. And so what else? I think that that covers a lot of ground, actually.
0: It did cover a lot of ground. Um So I mean the the biggest thing um, also that we wanted to do here is to make sure that uh, if they wanted to, people could find you. So I guess where should they go uh, if they even just want to, you know, have a conversation with you?
1: Sure. Um, well, right now, I am working through um, a, a, a coach named Patty Jackson. And her website is Clear Inner Focus. And I am one of her, I'm a, I'm a consultant for her. Um, and I do so you can schedule a free 30-minute call. Um, if you go to clearinnerfocus.com and look up certified coaches, and you'll find me. And you can just book a 30-minute call free to talk about, you know, is life coaching something that's right for you? Um, And, and then set you up if it is. It's, we like to work in a way where it's once a week for 12 weeks to get some continuity. Um, But we can work with anything we can, you know, there's not not just one way to do everything. So um, but that really gives you the best continuity because you the three months really goes into figuring out what do you want, you know, kind of untangling all your thoughts and, and all the things. And then the second month is more about learning some of the tools that help you to find that individually. And the third month is kind of getting you out on your own to just practice and, and and use it and and grow that way. Um, So uh, that's one way. I also did start doing some blogging um, at uh, the authentic life. It's www life coachingcom And there's a few blogs there. I, I plan to blog more, but there are some that give you a general idea of me and who I am and some of the, the journeys that I've been on. Um, cause I've written about that. So, um, yeah, I think those are probably the best ways.
0: Perfect. Um, and then I just wanted to ask you, Because I think the last time I saw you in person, you were actually like the day of leaving to go out West. How was that journey?
1: Oh my gosh. So phenomenal. And I highly recommend it, which again, that was my husband just retired. And so, you know, with COVID and traveling abroad and things like that, we're like, wow, we've got this gorgeous country. What are we doing? So we bought this little new camp teardrop trailer and we loaded it up and we left, um, I still get treatment once a month. So we left the day after I had treatment and we drove out, my son's in Bozeman. We, we went out West and we headed to Bozeman, uh, Montana and gorgeous. And then weaved our way down the the mountains towards Jackson and finally Salt Lake, Salt Lake city. And then the, um, the five, um, state parks. And we, um, we did a lot of, um, oh, what's the name of it? Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. Boondocking. Okay. Yes. Where you, you know, and so that's part of, I have a shower. I do have a, a bathroom and a shower in my trailer. So just <laughs> because when you are on the road like that, you, I, ha, that's one of my requirements, but, um, <laughs> and so, you know, we could just be in the middle of nowhere and pull off and be by ourselves, which was kind of scary, but it was really, really, really amazing. And, um, yeah, so saw the Zion and Bryce and um we headed to Moab and my um we needed to come home for of uh, my a, a medical reason for my not for me for my kids' dad but um but it was just an amazing trip and we plan to do it more because taking the time and just seeing the country was I think an extremely beneficial thing that I highly recommend to anyone just to yeah and to be outdoors and just meet different people and it was really really fun so
0: yeah it sounded like an amazing trip I'm very jealous hopefully I get to to do that one day as well so
1: well you know I think we met people that were homeschooling their kids that would you know like take the trailer and go and uh uh-huh yeah so who knows right yeah The trouble is the internet connection in the middle of the mountains. Like there were times (laughs) with absolutely no cell phone service, nothing. So, you know, it brings you back.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, Tracy, it was amazing talking to you. Um, I will include all those links in the description of the podcast when it goes out. um, And then we'll make sure to, if, if there's any other... Links that we need to include, uh, send those over to me. Um, It was really nice catching up with you, and I hope that uh, your life coaching goes really well in the future.
1: Awesome, thank you so much, Brady. It was so good to talk to you too.
0: It was good to see you as well.
1: Thanks, take care.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Freedom Physical Therapy Services providing exceptional one-to-one hands-on care to the greater Milwaukee area for over 25 years. Our physical and occupational therapists prepare custom plans for your condition to relieve pain and improve performance. Allow us to help you enjoy more freedom at freedompt.com.